Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey guys, it's Robert from The College Investor, and today I am going to share with you an interesting topic that really has come about in the last couple months, and it's how to start investing in alternatives like fine art. And the reason it has come to light is because, man, oh man, if you just came out of December, it's like the worst December in the stock market since the Great Depression and the S&P 500 and the Dow all ended up negative for 2018. So you might be thinking, what else should I be investing in besides the stock market? Because that didn't work out for me very well last year. Well, before we dive into my answer, I do want to share with you that this is sponsored by Masterworks, and uh, all opinions and advice here are all my thoughts, but Masterworks is an interesting platform that lets you invest in fine art, Uh, and uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about it as we go through here because it's one of the alternatives that uh, we're going to cover quite a bit here in this piece. But that's not the only alternative that's out there. There are quite a few alternatives, and we're going to talk about them right now. So stock market was down 8% for the month of December, and it generated a loss of 6.2% last year. And 2019 isn't looking any better. Some analysts are expecting a recession by the end of the year. And uh, you know the truth is, though, no financial expert can time the market. Nobody knows what's going to happen next. But all you can do is own your own portfolio. You can create an asset allocation that matches your own risk tolerance. And that's where alternatives come in. Alternative investments um, come in a lot of shapes and sizes, but most advanced level investors should look to diversify beyond equities into alternatives. These could be hard assets like real estate, like fine art. They can be collectibles. They can be um, derivative products, but there are definitely things that you can do to diversify yourself beyond the stock market. And like I said, this is for advanced level investors. Uh, If you're just getting started, you have 10,000 bucks in your 401k, like keep it in the S&P 500, keep it in the total stock market. I don't think that you should do anything with alternatives, but if you're a millionaire and you are looking to do something different with a small portion of your portfolio to limit volatility, that's where alternatives come in. So Let's talk about it. Why should you have alternatives in your portfolio? Because most people don't understand why it's important to diversify. The idea behind diversification isn't to boost your returns. The idea is to create a proper allocation and uh, asset allocation and diversification in your investments to limit volatility and downside risk. So When you're young, you're in full growth mode, you don't have very much in assets, and huge swings in volatility don't really impact you that much. If you have 10,000 bucks in your 401k and it loses 10%, you're down $1,000. Now that's a lot when you only have $10,000, but that's not gonna change your lifestyle. That's not gonna impact you. You couldn't have lived off that $10,000 anyways, so losing that little bit You know, it's just par for the course and you have a lot of time on your side. If you're young and you're in full growth mode, just stashing it away is the best thing that you can do. Now, if you have a million dollars and you lose 10%, that's $100,000. And that number could be very much impactful to you, especially if you're older, getting closer to retirement and you need all the money you can have. So investing in alternatives in your portfolio can limit the volatility and downside risk in your portfolio. 
the idea is that these assets, and most alternatives are physical assets like fine art, have an intrinsic value as a hard good. And that value rarely loses over the wrong, long run. So they might not grow as much, although some do, but they have a different risk profile than stocks and bonds. So let's look at some examples. Let's just say you have an 85% stock portfolio and a 15% bond portfolio. You might see some great growth over the long term, but you're going to see huge swings as well. If we go back using all the historical data for almost the last 100 years, an 85% stock portfolio has seen an average return of 9.85%. But the worst 12-month history had a 60, a negative 60.78% year, and that could be detrimental for you based on where you are in your life. Now, if you just go back in recent memory to the 2000, 2008, 2009 financial crisis, the S&P 500 dropped 56% and it took around one and a half years to recover. Now, if you look at that same period of time though, an alternative asset like fine art, it only dropped 26%, so about half, and it recovered faster as well. So let's show you how you can mitigate some of that risk by diversifying. Let's say you shift to 75% stocks, 15% bonds, and 10% cash. Now, you do get a little less of an annual return, about 8%, but your worst year would have only been down 40% versus 60%. So you cut 20% of your downside risk right off your portfolio. So that's pretty cool. Now, let's add some alternatives into the mix. Let's say you go 65% stocks, 15% bonds, 10% cash, and 10% alternatives. You might see an annual return about 6%, but your downside risk now is only about 17%. So that's a huge change in the volatility scheme of your portfolio by simply adding in different investments into the mix. <clears throat> now, these are all just scenarios. I was just playing around with some calculators online, but it shows how you can add different asset classes can lower your volatility and your risk tolerance, which can help you achieve long-term returns that match what you're looking for. So how can you invest in something like fine art? Well, the big drawback to investing in alternatives, whether real estate or fine art or other collectible, has always been knowledge. Unless you are very knowledgeable about a subject, how can you invest in it properly? And this is where Masterworks comes in. Masterworks has a team of art experts that buy paintings and fine art, and then they sell shares in those paintings to other investors. They attempt to buy these things below the estimates of market value, and the goal is they hold them for five to 10 years. However, these paintings are always for sale in their collection, so if they are approached by a collector and offered the right deal, they might be selling it sooner. But the goal is, at some point, that they're going to sell this painting and all the investors are paid back according to their fractional ownership in the painting. The cool thing is, is that you can get started on Masterworks for just $1,000, and that makes investing in fine art affordable to many investors. And with Masterworks knowledge, it has the potential to be a win-win situation. Now, Masterworks isn't the only alternative out there, right? Fine art, there's other things out there. One of the other big popular investment choices is real estate. And until a few years ago, real estate had the similar problem to art. It had large investing costs. It required a lot of knowledge, time, and effort. But several companies have adopted similar approaches to Masterworks when it comes to real estate investing. And some of the other main alternatives that you might hear a lot include commodities. So this is like precious metals, like gold 
gold, it could be agriculture, it could be energy. It could be other collectibles like coins, stamps, classic cars, or even like vintage fine wine. You can invest in foreign currency, you can invest in insurance products, and there's also venture capital and private equity, you know, investing in startups. So all of these goals and all these, or sorry, all these investments uh, have the similar thing. You diversify out of equities and into other investment assets to mitigate risk and boost returns or try to do both. But really, it's about lowering the volatility of your portfolio. So what are the downsides, right? It can't just be all um, roses investing in alternatives. And there are downsides because every type of investment has a downside. And investing in alternatives like fine art is no exception. The biggest downside is knowledge. All alternatives require some specialized knowledge, but investing on a platform like Masterworks lowers this barrier quite a bit by relying on the knowledge of a team of experts. But you do pay for that knowledge. So the other big downside to alternatives is transaction costs. So almost all alternative investments have high transaction costs to buy, to sell, and even to maintain the investment. Equities, like the stocks, on the other hand, have seen their transaction costs drop dramatically over the past several decades. So just thing. Like we don't have to use art as the example. If you use real estate as the example, when you go to buy a property, you have realtor fees, you have escrow fees, you have all kinds of fees. While you own your rental property, you have to maintain it, you pay taxes on it. And then when you go to sell it, you have more fees. You know, you might be paying a realtor a five or 6% commission and you have escrow costs again. And so there are fees when it comes to uh, alternatives that are usually much higher than you're going to find in the stock market. And Masterworks is no exception, but you're going to face a 1% management fee and you're going to give them 20% of the profits when you sell. But when you compare this to other alternative investments, it's very much in line. And it's important to remember how that plays out. Since 2000, fine art has outperformed the S&P 500 by over 180%, but net of fees, you still should be in line with the stock market. With one big caveat, your risk profile now with the alternative investments is very different and that can lower the volatility of your overall portfolio. So to wrap it up, investing in alternatives isn't for everyone, but for the investor who is looking to diversify into alternatives, Masterworks and investing in fine art is a very interesting investment opportunity. And you have to realize your investment is backed by a real piece of artwork. The artwork was certified by the SEC to be collateralized. And so it can just make sense for you as a way to get into art if that's what you were looking for, but you didn't want to spend the time and the research and do the knowledge and get all that yourself. So if you're interested in this, check out Masterworks and see how easy it could be. I'd love to know your thoughts. Let us know in the comments on this article right below the podcast. I would love to hear about it and share it with me. All right, guys, hopefully that makes sense and I will talk to you next time.